Good morning, Pharmacy Podcast Nation. It's Ken Startfeld for the Concierge Hub. I want to say a special thank you to Rachel Yuri. Rachel Yuri is the daughter of Todd Yuri, the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. And just a few moments ago, I finished my third podcast with her. And we talked about COVID and we talked about the perspectives of COVID from a fifth grader. So it's very interesting and she's wonderful. And she's very, very bright and very articulate. And I had a wonderful time. And I wanted to say thank you to her and thank you to her dad for letting me do that. Because that helps me get through the day. Because I don't get a chance to see uh, my own children or my own grandchildren. So it's nice to just treat other people as part of our family. And connect with them through things that even when we're isolated with this COVID-19 scenario, reach out talk. I want to do more podcasts. I want to do more phone calls. I want to do more Zoom meetings. I want to do more. I call people who are on my uh, phone book from my iPhone that I haven't spoken to this morning. I spoke to someone I hadn't spoken to in 15 years. And he says, all right, let's just uh, zoom it up. And then next thing you know, I'm looking at someone who I used to play softball with 40 years ago. You know, those are the things, even though we're isolated, just to connect with people. Speaking of connecting with people, uh, we're going to be doing something that is going to really, I think, help a lot of people. And that's really what we do uh, at the Pharmacy Podcast uh, Network uh, at RxVIP. Because what kind of kind of partners in the initiatives that are good for the profession, good for the patients that we serve? So first of all and foremost, thank you to all of our pharmacy brethren who are out there uh, helping at the front lines in their retail environments, in their hospital environments, uh, doing whatever they do. And thank you to all the first responders in the grocery stores, in the front stores of the supermarkets, in the front stores of the pharmacies, the delivery services that bring food to your door from DoorDash or or Grubhub, the people who are delivering your mail, the post office delivery people, the UPS people, the Amazon people. Wouldn't it be nice to say something about Amazon on the Pharmacy Podcast Nation? Yes, we can. And yes, we will. Because today and every day, since this COVID-19 took over the world, we're all in this together. We're all one family. We all have one vision, one mission. Beat the virus. Stay the course. Things are happening in certain parts of the country that is showing a flattening of the curve, even here in New York. But sadly, even as you flatten the curve in New York, still six, 700 people die a day. So it's not business as usual. It's not back to the norm. So when things are, and this came to me from Rachel Yuri today, I said, Rachel, what do we do when things are good? And she says, you keep doing what you're doing. Uh, she doesn't want to change, and we can't change. This is not a time to take the foot off the pedal. This is a time to keep the foot on the pedal and to push it down, because what we're doing is working. And when something's working, you don't change. Nobody wants to stay in their house another month. Everybody wants to get back to work. We need to get back to work. And we will get back to work. There's a plan in place. And it's different in every state. Okay? It's different because we're all different. It's the DNA of we have in our states. It's the DNA of what's happening with the COVID-19 crisis in your particular area. It's not one size fits all. It's not open for business all across the country. It's not. It can't be. Is the goal to be open for business across the country? 100%. Could it ever come before uh, patients' lives? No, never. Not in my opinion. And I'm entitled to an opinion. But we are 
in this together. And we are making progress and we will win the war. But understand something if you must think about reality. And I'm only going to talk about my reality because that's all I know. I don't know what your reality is. I don't know what your posture is or your position is relative to anything. But my opinion and my feeling is I will not feel that we are past this and that it's over until a vaccine is delivered. And that could be 12 to 18 months. So how do you deal with that? When you say, oh, my God, how am I going to last another 30 days? Now you're telling me it's 12 to 18 months. I'll kill myself. Well, don't kill yourself. Think about the fact that the new normal, there will be adjustments. You will be wearing masks. You will be wearing gloves. You will go out to restaurants and there'll be different scenarios and different seating arrangements. You possibly will not go back to sporting events as quickly as you want. And when you do, it will not be the same as you ever did before. You can't change history. We are going through change like no other change in the history of our lives, our world. And it's not just here in New York or in Pittsburgh or in California. It's everywhere. It's in 180 plus countries. This is a world pandemic. It bothers me that we're spending so much intellectual collateral talking about Who's doing right and who's doing wrong now? Can we stop the crap and just identify that we still are dealing with human lives? We will always have time to look back and either say you did it right or you did it wrong. But is today the time to be going through what we're going through? And I know it's human nature and I know the personalities. I know it's political I hate that word political. I never liked political, uh, the politicians be, be, before COVID-19. But we can't change. They are who they are. Let them do what they do. But for you, if you take a position that you are going to make a difference in COVID-19, don't get into the fray. Don't do that. Think about what I can do today. I get uh, uh, texts and emails and links and things. And I listen to people. I heard an individual, uh, a link was sent to me. And everybody's complaining about somebody else. And that's okay. You're entitled to an opinion. But put a comma on it to say, this person didn't do this right. But I am doing something to make it better. I am doing. This is not about what the other person does. This is about what you are doing. I ask everyone, what are you doing to help the COVID-19 crisis? And if you're doing nothing but just talking about others and making comments on how they did it or didn't do it, shame on you. The world doesn't need you now or ever to do that. The world needs you now to say, even if it's one patient I helped, if it's one call you made today, or yesterday, to someone who you may not even spoken to in five years or 10 years, to ask them how they're doing. Because you know that patient perhaps is on uh, a situation with chronic diseases that they can't get out of the house and that they're on multiple medications if you're a pharmacist. And you know if they don't see the doctor that they could really be in trouble. I did that yesterday. I called a, a, a past patient of Dr. Goodman, Michelle Diana. And I said to her, I said, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm struggling. I can't uh, get my, my spareaver. And, I, and, and the doctor who I have down here in Florida 
who had samples, it was the wrong strength and he wouldn't send it to me. And I, and, and you listen to, it, I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to help you. Give me the number of your insurance company and I'll call them. Okay. This isn't about, you know, whether you can pay your premium or whether uh, a drug is covered. This is about saving people's lives. So what is everyone doing? Do one thing. Don't, don't take on more than you can handle. Do one thing every day to help somebody with coronavirus. That's what we're starting on Monday. Our entire company is going to take a pivot, another pivot. We keep pivoting. I feel like a, like a pivoter to raise awareness that we need to stand up to COVID. Many years ago, I was sitting around at home and listen, there are tremendous charities to support, tremendous causes. My parents uh, died from leukemia and lymphoma. My father from leukemia and my mom had lymphoma. She survived that, ultimately died from Parkinson's. But when someone came to me last summer and said, would you help raise money for that uh, leukemia and lymphoma foundation? I said, yes, done, done. And we did. We raised over $30,000 through the initiatives with Teresa Jacobellis. And we put together a great, great opportunities. We used our students for, for outreach and we did. Uh, we, we just did it. That's what we did. But years ago, because, again, you know, donating money to charity, you know, it has to come from the heart. But sometimes it can't come from your pocket if you can't afford it. But I was sitting around. And it, was a kind of, and it was the first time I had heard about stand up to cancer. And again, everyone's had someone in their life who, you know, has been afflicted by cancer. It's just horrible. But I, I you know, you can't, you can't donate to every, everything. But when I saw stand up to cancer, it just kind of resonated with me. Because the whole show, and it was the first show I saw, wasn't about asking. It was about giving. They were giving, they were giving spirit. They were raising there was song. They were there. It was just a wonderful event. I, I don't even know how many years ago. Otherwise, I'd, I'd tell you about it and tell you to go watch it yourself. But I donated eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars. I'm Jewish. That's a number. It means life. Wasn't listen. Is that going to cure cancer? No. But it just made me feel good that I did something that it resonated with me, and I did. So, as I sit home <laughs> with this isolation quarantine with my wife and, and our cat, uh, I, I just say that we need to stand up to COVID. You know, this is, this is a cancerous scenario that's even worse. It just, it just kills people at astronomical rates. So what do we do? How do we do that? Well, it has to be a national one voice scenario. We all have to sing the same song. We all have to be patient advocates to stand up to COVID. We have to do that. We have to do it. So we have to have strategic partners like the Pharmacy Podcast Network, like others who really believe that what we're doing as pharmacists, this is about empowering pharmacists to stand up to COVID-19. So I made a decision that I was going to commit our resources for something that was going to be for good and something that was going to stand up to cancer. So on Monday, we're going to be meeting with Newswire, which is a huge multi you know, global uh, media company and uh, publishing company to create a, a platform of ongoing 
national awareness and press releases and media and events uh, to stand up to COVID. And I, I don't, it doesn't even matter what the what the brand is, what it's RxVIP, it's PPN. We don't even know what it's going to be. It's just going to be that pharmacists have to stand up now. This is our time. People are dying from COVID-19, and that's horrific. But what about the people who we took care of every day, because we are pharmacists who care, who have chronic diseases, to manage their medications, to talk to them about adherence, to talk to them about side effects. What's happening to those people while we're scrambling to deal with all the COVID-19 horrific uh, loss of lives and deaths and questions? People, I, I sneeze. Do I go to the emergency room? Well, that takes time off the phone. So we're going to be doing something. And one of the first things we're going to do is announce a partnership, a true partnership with a company that's going to deliver COVID-19 information directly to the cell phones of anyone in America for free. And that information will be on three scopes. The first is a companion, a reach out for people who don't have COVID, who have not tested, but millions, hundreds of millions of patients have questions about Corona. Well, what are, what are the symptoms? What do I do? What, what's the real story? You don't get the real story on the news. But this information, which will come to your phone, and you're going to just text the number 67634. And if you listen, just try it. There's no cost. We're not charging. We're not asking for subscriptions. But 67634 will give that companion information to people who don't have. COVID. Now, at the same time, they'll be offering the second level, which is connect. We're going to connect people who do have COVID positive tests, and we're going to give them the information that they need. When do you go back to work? What are the guidelines? If you are suffering, how do you press one link to go right to the CDC urgent uh, you know, uh, emergency number? How do you do that? We're going to show it. It's only going to be on your cell phone. 67634. The third part to me was the most important part. The first two are critical. This one's super critical if you're in pharmacy. It's about how do you deal with the burnout? How do you deal with the stress? How do you get information on where to get personal protective uh, 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 equipment? How do you get the mask? Where do you go? What do you do? How do you deal with stress and burnout? How do you deal with the fact that you leave the house in the morning if you're a pharmacist and you kiss your wife or your kids and you go into a war zone at your retail store and you don't know if you're bringing home COVID to infect your entire family? I'm not even going to tell you the stories that I know that people working in retail got positive testing, brought it home, and had a loss of life Okay, within their family unit. It happens. It's real. It's happening. So this connect, this companion, and this burnout for employees of the pharmacy profession who are on the front lines is probably the most meaningful thing that I've ever done as a, as, as, as a, as a human being, to connect more people with education, awareness, and to raise awareness that we can and we will stand up to COVID-19. So we will have this launched with a press release from Newswire, who's going to be doing all of our marketing starting on Monday for this amazing, powerful, stand up to COVID national patient advocacy campaign. 
And it's going to include, of course, the strategic partnerships that we have with our XVIP concierge, with Pharmacy Podcast Network, with our partners who provide some of the wonderful services that we provide as pharmacists who deliver care, compassion, and empathy in pharmacogenomics, in diabetic remote patient monitoring. We're going to also include our schools across the country who have PharmD interns, APIs, entering our profession or trying to now. We're going to give every student of pharmacy this app. Every student of pharmacy will be able to share this with their people, with their neighborhood, community outreach. We will do it with our telehealth partner. We will do it with everybody. I got an email last night from the New York Giants, someone who I must have known 100 years ago, got a new position as a marketing person for the New York Giants. And he sent me an email to reconnect with me. Obviously, it's a very difficult time if you get a new position to try and talk about season's tickets to a sporting event when there is no sporting event. But he sent me a very engaging uh, email. And I sent him an engaging email back, because that's what I do. And I said all the things he was talking to me about his cousin and his grandfather, who had a pharmacy in, in northern New Jersey that they just sold last summer, you know, because of they got put out of business by PBMs. I said, I can relate to that. And how his parents moved to Florida a year ago and are looking for a concierge physician like I have with Michael Goodman. And they said, what we need is a pharmacist. We don't want to go to CVS or they said CVS. So I'm not slamming CVS where we don't have the, they don't have the time to, to spend any time with us. He says, I think what you're doing, he had gone to my site. What you're doing as a concierge pharmacist is wonderful. I said, I can help you parents. Just get me the number of, uh, of that doctor and I'll talk to them because we can put a pharmacist in there with no out-of-pocket expense. And then I said, I don't know how many seasons tickets you hold, you sell, but we want to do something for the Giants seasons ticket. I mean, listen, we may not do it. So I may be talking out of my, my you know what. But I said it would be my honor to make sure that anybody associated with the New York Giant family, except one guy, the guy who sat Eli Manning down. And I mean, not that Eli was playing good. He was playing lousy. But for Geno Smith, really? I mean, no, really? To, to kill a streak of, uh, of listen, he's, he's, anyway, I digress. I said, anybody in the Giant family, any Giant says ticket holder, any Giant fan that wants to get information on COVID, because I can imagine that they're part of the millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people who are scared and fearful and not getting education and information. I said, we'll give it to the Giants for no cost because we can help more patients and more people and save more lives. So hold on, you know, see if that happens. I told them, listen, I do, you know, I like the Jets too, but I don't like them quite as much uh, because since Leon Hess died, I don't like the new management. And uh, the only thing I do is buy Hess trucks for my grandkids because I love the Hess truck. Anyway, it's Ken Sternfeld just spouting at the mouth, as I always do, on the Concierge Hub conversation. It's not even weeks in review. Right now, it's almost like an hour in review. Things happen so quickly, so quickly, it's just scary. But we have to find a way to stand up to COVID, and we will. So I'm going to be talking a lot, a 
on the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. I'm going to be talking a lot on the concierge hub. I'm going to be doing a lot of whatever I can do to spread the word that we need to stand up to COVID. And we as pharmacists can make a difference with this national patient advocacy campaign because we are providers and we are people who save lives every single day. And we need to do it now. Have a wonderful Saturday. And uh, just know that this is not drug related. Uh, I, I don't need to take a Xanax after this anyway, because I do get very wired when it's something that I know needs to be done. And I apologize for my exuberance, but please have a wonderful day and know that we're thinking of you, hoping and praying that you're safe, maintain social distancing, and take care.